0: <laughs> Hello once again and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're back to discuss the third episode in the seventh season of Rick and Morty, Air Force Wong, written by Alex Rubens, directed by Jacob Hare. I thought this was a good episode. I enjoyed a lot of the jokes between Rick and the president that we still have. <laughs> In this show, we've never moved on from Keith Davids as the president, which I like. I like the evolving friendship between him and Rick. And now they're both trying to consider romantic prospects for the future, whereas Rick is trying to Reconcile his heartbreak with Unity showing back up once again in his life because she, quote, cares about him. I I thought there was a lot of good things there that made this episode really fun, so I gave it a 9.3 out of 10. Wherever you listen to this podcast, wherever good podcasts can be found, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. If You want to send feedback for the next episode or any additional shows on this podcast platform blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. The episode begins with President Andre Curtis summoning Rick during his therapy session. This is the second show this week where I've Heard the reference to Funyuns, and they are delicious, but they're like five fucking bucks a bag. And about 50% of that bag is air. Definitely not worth it. My daughter loves Funyuns, and every time she has money in her pocket, she's like, can't do it. Can't do it. I'm like, that's exactly why I can't. I like that she asks, "Are you a hologram?" <laughs> revealing he was. He he is called away to kill the Loch Ness monster. He ignores his call at first, but then he starts banging outside of his door telling, "I know you're in there." He introduces himself to his therapist, Dr. Wong, and it's clear that The president has a crush on his therapist and he can't believe out of the billions of people in the world, you would be attracted to the one that's close to me. And he doesn't want the president to date his therapist. Despite killing the Loch Ness Monster, he calls him the next day when he and Morty are on the couch watching a show. Oh, what was this show about? It was Mr. Stabby. So people get tickets to go to his alien talk show Gary Live, I think. Or no. It, that was a, the, the talk show at the end he went to on the after credit scene. But they go there knowing that the possibility of being stabbed is significantly high, yet it's a fame-obsessed culture. Right you are, motherfucker! That's exactly what I feel about TikTok nowadays. And <laughs> The things I see in the the things people say online, which I am going to be talking about on the Jones Chronicles and then that episode. But yeah, there there's just too much people are willing to do to be famous. And some of it is at the cost of their lives and they still do it. I don't like there's nothing worth that to me. So Rick is like, uh-huh. When he gets the call, Morty thinks that he shouldn't be called away for yet another mission. I loved his line. Tell that little bitch to zip it. (laughs) You can't talk to me like that. Tell him you can't talk to me like that. You can't talk to him that way. Whatever. Just get your ass over here. So he goes to the war room. He's like, is it Bigfoot? That's That's Montana. Montana. That's Montana. Nazis, that's everywhere. Well, I think that's an exaggeration. You too? That's very true. They try to act as if the idea of Nazis is is somehow overblown. And yet, if you listen to any Trump rally, (laughs) it's more people than I'm comfortable with. Virginia has declared itself exclusively for lovers, not just having the hashtag, which he thinks is a cult because America knows a cult when it sees one because Lord knows America has a shit ton of cults and we're in the rise of cult society right now because whenever the world gets a little shaky for some people's mental psyche, there's people out there ready and willing to exploit them. He assimilates some type of teen of, of, I don't know what the fuck one looks like he's still in kindergarten. So I will to put that right on the fidget. <laughs> it's like, oh, I think we need one more person to add like a psychologist. What did you fucking call me to ask my permission? It's a free country as you pointed out. So if you want to bang her, I don't have no say in it, although I heartily disapprove. So they go off to investigate he, Dr. Wong and his team because Rick is out of it. The hippie sex cult, I haven't done that since grad school either.
1: I oh don't know, I hope I don't fall.
0: They're forbidden to enter and the president flexed like the last time a state got out of line, it was a whole thing called the Civil War. And then (laughs) Juan comes in and now the other side has nukes. Let him in. (laughs) I love that Rick is in the president's phone as that goddamn scientist as they both are gloating over the Loch Ness Monster that also had AIDS or they just kept adding some shit to it it's like you guys are out of control unity has taken over Virginia fucking communists because they make things for themselves and sell it they're self-sustained from the government Rick shows up spraying everyone with a new scent he picked up after she left him called separation <laughs> She wants to talk to him because she this is all just a ploy to get them to talk because he hasn't been picking up her calls or listened to any of her messages and because she can't deal with that and she genuinely is concerned she decided to take over Virginia to get him to come there so they can have this conversation about her concern over him going after the the other version of himself And he doesn't really feel that she has the right to have that conversation with him after the way in which she left him heartbroken, which of course, Dr. Wong now wants to get involved in this therapy session. He's able to get the president back to normal, but then portals him outside of Virginia. (laughs) And he says, call in a chopper, I'm being cockblocked. You can't get rid of me, bitch. (laughs) I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. I laughed so hard at that line. <laughs> There's another one coming up. The bitch line was funny too. I mean, Keith, they had a lot of funny ass lines <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and they utilized him in such a way I wasn't expecting. It's why I really liked it. And I think it shows in this season that they're growing out of just what the last, six seasons really well they started last season but now they've grown a little bit further and expanding the world but rick's relationship with the people in his world and the president being one of those people that you would naturally have to like they're bringing in the aliens and that it's not just ignored people know what's going on shonda (laughs) (laughs) coming in hot everything about that was great um so he puts he comes down and rescues them helen and rick with his chopper puts the city under the dome even though really it's rick's (laughs) invention I was gonna say really the president can come up with three things that barely work it's like see how earlier he was taking credit now it's my dome because he's being criticized on the news about nobody really liking him how there's always alien attacks but when it's a communist one and one that's full of love that's when you actually want to take that down maybe you shouldn't And he said, can someone mute the news? If I wanted to listen to criticism, I'd dig up my dead mother. (laughs) They get a call from Unity who says, look, I think you've made it very clear that we cannot be friends or that you don't want to be friends with me, but I do need to take the I do need to disconnect from these people from the hive mind otherwise someone else can take over he said you made a powerpoint well I wanted to you know how serious this is and she keeps bringing up the fact that he didn't return her calls but I'm kind of thinking didn't you go off with someone else and then he showed up right to talk to her and she was like just go away just go away Rick let me be who I am (laughs) so yeah I kind of Was not getting her side of things with, oh, you didn't return my call. You also cut me off. What the fuck? You all of a sudden got memory damage with all the hive mind shit that you got going on. He's also super upset about Helen taking the mission in the first place because she did know that the president had romantic intentions and she was down to clown with those expectations but she didn't expect Rick to be there like the son in the middle of what is starting to be a very (laughs) parental relationship between the president and Dr. Wong it's like I don't want you two to be together because he does like both of them separately um and he he says that you guys can figure this shit out yourself. He tells Unity, I will figure, I will spray everyone and get them deactivated. You can go on your merry way and fuck your idea about taking over the entire planet, even though she totally could. Threw it in his face, actually. Helen rejects Curtis because he's like, oh, don't worry about him. He'll be back. citing his need for approval. It's like, what do you mean? That's insane. How can you be a therapist and insane? <laughs> then he tries to throw the tunnels in her face. Like I can have as many woman- women as I want to have, but clearly you want her and she walks away. Summer comes to talk to Rick in his garage, but he needs boundaries. So she gives it to him by slamming the door and calling him a fuck face. You've heard me. I love when she's still mad at him early, later on, and he's like, "I apologize." No, you didn't. <laughs> Quietly, I did. I said I was sorry because everyone has rejected him, and Shonda continues to disapprove of every choice he makes, and he needs to have himself watched trying to do something good he decides that the only way to move forward is to get 100 percent approval ratings by taking over the hive mind and then taking over the planet
1: boy if you don't
0: get the one news guy everyone's waiting to greet their loved ones with kisses disgusting kisses <laughs> everyone's being taken over rick comes to get or not Rick, Morty comes to get Rick from the garage this time saying, I think Unity is back. And they see on the news that it's not Unity that it has come down to the president taking over. So he goes to retrieve Dr. Wong, who was at least given an escort home and said, no, I don't need you to convince the president to stand down. I need you to help me convince Unity to stop the president because he needs or she needs to take over the planet which he clearly could do and now he trusts her now that she's went through this whole (laughs) physical and mental distress just to just to be heard because Wong says look, you could have picked up her phone call because clearly she cares about you. But at the same time, he brought me here because he wants you to know that he's changing. Slowly, but changing. So Yoon takes over the rest of the planet, even though it's something she's never done before. And then she tells Rick, this is going to be horrible. And he watches her do it and he kind of gives her a clap on the back and then leave <laughs> now she's she's kind of pissed off like oh okay because it felt like to me in that moment she realized that he she he made her jump through a lot of hoops just to be back in just to be back in his good graces and that's fair I don't know if that's completely fair because as Wong pointed out you not answering the call led to the situation to begin with so if you know that this type of reactionary thing is gonna happen then you have a responsibility to address it and they keep calling them their girls even though they're not it's like cause your girlfriend <laughs> so I guess that they may be a thing in the future I don't know he even said you could come meet the kids she's like get the fuck out of here (laughs) and that's oh well we don't end the episode there because he's drinking and he realizes that the president might be feeling some kind of way so he brings him a beer and Curtis admits that he might need some actual therapy (laughs) it's like Shonda's gonna have a field day which she certainly is. I need more Shonda because that shit was hilarious. In the post-credit scene, Mr. Stabby, he appears on the alien talk show, Gary Live. And Gary's like, why? You've killed 58,000 people.
1: What did he say?
0: Yet despite the horrific nature of his crimes they're not crimes because the audience voluntarily shows up knowing the risks put themselves in the danger and now he's more popular than every than than any than ever before because everyone's talking about his show and that is kind of a sickening viewpoint into fame right now I don't hate, like, a lot of people get mad, or my daughter does, anyway, when I attack the platform (laughs) of TikTok, but just because you are seeing nice, cuddly things in there that you like and think are funny doesn't mean that I don't also see Instagram reels that fucking Mimi loves to show me all the time with nasty things like people getting sick making bread from their own yeast. I am disgusted. So I like that they're pulling out relevant topics in which to address, make fun of while once again, as I pointed out previously, ingratiating us with a little bit more heart but still keeping the raunchiness that we love about Rick and Morty, at least I love about Rick and Morty. We do have feedback from Queen Shy, who was not able to send in feedback for this recent episode, but did send feedback for the last episode. So let's hop into the mailbag.
1: Mail, motherfucker. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for. Rick and Morty episode two um I'm probably late in getting this out but I don't think you've done the episode yet if not you could just add it on to the next one um I'm just so out of sorts right now you know after the accident it's been it's been a whirlwind um work has not has been a lot it's been a lot and so having to throw in there trying to research vehicles and figure out what kind of vehicle I want, Um, something I definitely didn't have on my to-do list anytime soon, so yeah, fun times, but I watched this uh, a couple of days ago or yesterday, um, and unfortunately, I (laughs) don't The only thing I remember, I, I enjoyed it though. I mean, I needed a laugh and uh, I decided to tune in even though I was tired. I had to have something to raise my spirits and it did do that this episode, uh, which is just, it was hilarious. Uh, the Rick and, Rick and, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing the blank, the the dad um them being conjoined twins and combining their brain powers (laughs) i i really enjoyed it and 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 i'm getting frustrated right now that i'm i can't think of um dude's name it's on the top of my head it's on the tip of my tongue i guess that's the best way to put it but it's not coming to me um which is unfortunate gary yeah that's it I had to pause and think real quick because I I it was gonna bug me so Rick and Jerry um are combined which I I mean I thought it was funny I thought they were hilarious it's like the the perfect combination of um doofus and you know smart guy you know Jerry talked about it in like his high morality I I don't know I mean that that's that's debatable and combined with rick's smarts and uh and just how they just <laughs> navigated everything in this episode we haven't really seen too much of um morty in in this season as of yet like rick and morty's adventures um because i think last episode was more about rick um Yeah, that was primarily about Rick and this one was Rick and Jerry which I think is great I mean this is what season six season seven season seven and so it's good that they mix it up a little bit and this was um Rick and Jerry's adventure which we don't get to see too much of and it's funny how it's like one of those relationships where you act like you can't stand the person but deep down you have love for them but you know y'all are so different that you can't you know that that takes that's something that's in the forefront um but you know underneath the surface there's uh some genuine feelings of love there, and we got to see that <laughs> but at the same time i mean which is which makes sense i mean even though um you know Jerry they're not each other's cup of tea most of the time and they're complete opposites in a lot of ways. They do have some commonalities that, you know, bind them together. You know, they both love family in their own way. Um, and they'll do in their own way, anything for family. So that's, that's the, one of the greatest things to bond over to have in common. Um, so yes, they, were i i again i don't remember all in like this specific premise for why they went they were going around i guess to cure themselves i don't know all i know it was funny when they he he, rick was i guess you want to call it the bright ideas that's why i'd be like questioning rick sometimes like for someone man that's smart you should sometimes be coming up with some pretty interesting ideas that don't seem smart but in this case swapping brains so that he can know what it feels like to be him and then they end up jerry ends up blowing his brains out or something <laughs> like that was just that was just crazy then the machine's trying to put them back together so they got mismatched brains um so that was hilarious and like i said them going on their adventure as you know a perfect blend of each other um that was funny and then I I was like what the hell when they combine bodies and heads and body parts I'm like what the hell is this Frankenstein shit Uh, like like, how is that even yeah I was like okay yeah this is what we're doing um but it was hilarious because it's just so over the top and extra just like those two are so Um, when they went to rescue, uh, Morty, Beth, and Summer. Um, and then there's the guy with the whole, I'm like, okay, you literally had your intestines oozing out. But all you needed was a stitch-up job. Really, sir, is that what we're doing? Um, so yeah. I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. it. It did what it needed to do for me, which is, um gave me a distraction, had me laughing at the the absurdity of it all and just, you know, taking my mind off of other things for for a few for a little bit and so for that I am very grateful. So that's all I got for this one. Sorry, no in-depth analysis. i leave that up to you um, to do that kind of thing. I'm um, Just giving my overall thoughts and feelings on the episode. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy.
0: Thank you, Shy, as always, for your feedback on the episode. I hope you did get uh, the car you wanted. Well, I know you did because you showed me, but... <laughs> I do hope this week was a little bit than the very chaotic weeks that you and Mimi have been going through. I told y'all, y'all got me out here not trying to drive my car so ever, unless it's an emergency because it is deer season and that bitch is not trying to get, not trying to have one on top of their hood. But in regards to the episode, I'm glad that you enjoyed the format because I wondered, I wondered if you would find it as funny too but I'm, I'm glad that you're seeing just like I am um that the the new change of pace and and having him interact with different parts of the family and not exclusively having it Rick and Morty or even Rick and the family adventures that there's a lot more in this world to be brought up and discussed and other people in it to to rotate out to have different types of different types of interactions between them all so it's it's fun to can to see them continue to explore that and that is where i'm going to leave it this week once again if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com my social media will be there as well like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic